0: So here we are. Um, Let's start with coffee and composite lifts, which, you know, is is kind of your guys' morning. We can Mm. talk about coffee, the margins in in coffee, Corona in coffee, how many guys that wanted to open up that are, you know, have been killing it in the stock market the last eight to 10 years and said, hey, why not throw on another side job to my, you know, three kids and being a husband and living in the suburbs. I'm also going to open up a coffee shop down the street with a buddy of mine who's in private equity. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, from Santa Barbara to San Diego, you've had probably a few hundred guys do that, basically. Right. Um, but let's start with composite <laughs> lifts this morning, how those went. I heard it was a five-by-five five kind of morning. Yeah. With some Cindy's to start. Yeah. Maybe, you know, John, you can yeah. touch on that, and then James, feel free to chime in. I know he's, John's kind of, you know, you're under John's wing right now. with John needs a charge well, there. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, happy to. Yeah, we, uh, we do a... Uh, a five by five kind of strong lift style program, mm-hmm. full body sure, you know compound lifts, the main compound lifts and the main five body movements
0: you just you know trained for a marathon not too long ago, yeah, so you are the beacon of health at this point
1: right, yeah, that's true,
0: so maybe touch a little bit the, the, I see that the, the, you know comparing you've ran, you know yeah. running a marathon mm-hmm. and health health wise to compare it to Kind of more of a different type of cardio, more of a strength training, training cardio, more of a composite yeah. lift, whole body. Do you have a, fit? Do you choose one or the other. Yes, I do.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would say that, um, you know if the, if you want to gain, fifteen pounds, and be in the worst shape of your life, yeah, you should definitely become an endurance athlete. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Correct. You see the guys crossing finish lines, yeah. right? In Ironmans, yeah. for example. Yeah. Ironman. Yeah. And marathons, yeah. any triathlon event, pretty much, except for the short ones. The large majority of people crossing those finish lines have disgusting and vile bodies.
2: Correct. They look like out-of-shape science teachers Correct. at a yes. high school. Yeah. And they usually are out-of-shape <laughs> yeah, exactly science there. teachers yeah. at high school.
1: Correct. Yeah. No. yeah, it's not good. And then you, know, you go somewhere like a, uh, a little tiny regional CrossFit Games, yeah. for example. And every single person looks like well, the average a Greek body god. Fat
0: percentage there, like six percent or something.
1: I'm probably like ten or twelve, which mm-hmm. is extremely low. Yeah, eight, eight to, I would
0: say
2: eight to eight ten. Which is, is like yeah. the, the, the not bodybuilder, but like very very. Yeah, which girl. is like exactly
0: what, healthy. Like a very very like
1: athletic, perfect healthy athletic person. Body exactly. Fat yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then, you know, and then from a utility standpoint, you know, as uh, having run for a marathon, the only thing I felt like I could do. Uh, that was like actually related to real life was, you know, after an EMP goes off and there's no electric anything, I could run away from an enemy. For right. a long distance, as long as they don't have a horse. So
0: kind of what I'm hearing is, is the only thing that you could really run after doing a marathon was your mouth and tell people that you just ran a marathon. Exactly, yeah. That's pretty much yeah. what we're
1: doing. Yeah, James actually put a sticker on the back of my car as a joke, 26.2 sticker, which I thought was very funny. I think there's, a, a, and immediately there's kind of a removed.
0: subculture of people that kind of make fun of people that run marathons.
1: Yeah, I like Or there yeah.
0: should be. I think it's us. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it's us. Or <laughs> well, make fun of the people that don't just run marathons but need everyone to know they run marathons Mm -hmm. and they get those stickers. Right. Like Jonathan got. (laughs) Yeah. For his neighbors to see. Right. For the people at El Pueblo to see. Yeah. Yeah. People in traffic to see. Yeah. That's right. Your sense of purpose has to come from somewhere. Yeah.
0: So talking about races, let's go over to, let's talk about the Del Mar races. Yeah. Let's talk about horse racing. Yeah. Because that's a race worth watching. Yeah. Partaking in. Yeah. Worth embodying. Uh-huh. I mean... Is there a better spectacle than dressing up, getting in a car, and attending a horse race in current day? Is there anything that can kind of make you feel like you're living in another century. generation or yeah. century than, yeah. than a horse race? Is there? I don't no, know. I don't know. That's a
2: good question. No, there's not. Have you seen Jonathan's pictures at the Delmore Horse Races? Yeah, Oh, yeah, of okay. course. <laughs> they they,
0: they, they permeated through Facebook, and they, it, it was, there was no other picture on on Facebook for that, probably a month. Yeah, that was that. Then July of, what, it was 2018, 2017, maybe? 2016, 20, 20, 2016. I think it was, it was before 2016. It was 2016. No, it was 2016. 2016. I'm pulling up pictures. Any highlights, um, specifically, that you know we can share publicly? Well, not that. that we can share publicly. Yeah,
1: nothing there. No. That's, no. that's uh, not cross. I did make a lot of money. That we can that share day.
0: publicly. Yeah. So the Kentucky Derby, you know, that's obviously been a very popular spectacle the last few years, yeah. especially for Tom Brady. You know, he has his private jet that he flies in with the Patriots and his boys, and there's a lot of riff that goes on. I, I didn't really, know that he did that. Oh, actually, that's oh, no, great. It's, it's become a really big gosh. That deal. makes me like him yeah. not even a it's lot more. it's become a really big deal where that's his one day that he that one weekend. He kind of lets loose. Yeah, a little bit. And um, <laughs> that's good. You know, is there anything better than being you know dressed to the nines, cheering on Great Tundra as he comes around the final? A thoroughbred s- horse. Away? Yeah. As you're banging your pamphlet on the rail yeah in a suit <laughs> no you know no, that's
1: as good as it gets yeah, yeah it's that's, unbelievable that's i top. think it's just there's not a lot to say other than it's amazing and it's definitely something that you know
0: so that's, be our, appreciated. that's our underrated throw of the day yeah our overrated is marathons yep our underrated is horse racing both running both physical activities oh wow yeah yeah. I, like that tie-in. Yeah, I would good. like to touch a little bit here you know James is our, our um, kind of our economist kind of everything Yeah. everything finance whether it's the venture crowd it's the private equity deals the hedge funds it's investment mm-hmm. management he kind of that's his full Rolodex of services again um, and he's been kind enough to sponsor our podcast here be yeah. one of the joint sponsors yeah. as yeah. well yeah. Right. Southwest and El Pollo Loco and um, can we talk about the margins in coffee? It seems like it's a really, you know, our, our close friend Rick Caruso um, always talks about you want to be in businesses where there's a, mar- there's a, there's a market inefficiency. Uh-huh. Meaning someone's willing to pay a price point for something based on an experience, based on a location that is vastly more than what it costs to do. Um, and, and and his big thing is experience. When you when you go to the Grove in West Hollywood, or you go to the Miramar Hotel in Santa Barbara, you're paying vastly more because you're there in experience. Can we talk a little bit about coffee? Mm-hmm. And for those that want to go get a cup of joe in the morning and say hi to their local barista, why are they paying six fifty or seven bucks? Or with the tablets now, when you have to give a twenty percent tip, you're <laughs> right. ashamed by the young gal that's working there. Right. Now, that's now seven. or your eight bucks. Right. Why is it happening? We, how much How much are, are they – Can
2: you get – I know people used to say, why would I pay – like this is years ago. Four bucks for coffee when I could go pay 25 cents for coffee. Yeah. Does 25-cent coffee exist anymore? No. Like where a, – a aside from making your own coffee,
1: what's the where I've is the heard cheapest a lot coffee? Of
0: people, I've heard a lot of people speak really highly of McDonald's coffee and maybe 7-Eleven. I would think that some people still go to. I actually, have
1: heard a lot of positive. Yeah, comments you guys are both Donald. in white
0: collar, and she's talking a blue collar. we still go to 7-Eleven for our coffee in the right. morning. In a lot of industrial parks, wrong side of town, wrong you know, wrong side of the tracks kind of yeah. deals. Guys mm-hmm. like myself, yeah, you don't see us. We'll there. still, yeah, we'll still go, you know, over Seven Eleven. I want to say it's probably fluctuate between a dollar seventy-five and three fifty for those couple. For the floor, what used to yeah. be, what used to be that quarter seventy-five cents to a dollar seventy-five mm. is now a dollar seventy-five to three fifty. I would say probably two seventy-five. Yeah. Probably. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, so here I mean I what I what I and I don't want to you know it seems like sure. a James question yeah. obviously. Uh, the one thing the distinction I want to just make before we just at, let James enlighten us on the subject yeah. is that the difference between coffee is tremendous because you have espresso drinks, right? Which are very different. Mm-hmm. And then you have coffee which is just bean water. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And you don't really see a coffee coffee more than Four bucks. It's pretty rare to see a coffee. And that's what. That's customer. no. I go down the hill to bump coffee, and it's four bucks for a coffee. Right. Or five for a
2: large one. Wow. But, but like the the four dollar one is a good size.
0: Like a blue bottle in Santa Monica, I think it's four fifty or five
1: bucks. Yeah. Just straight coffee. So it's
2: not. I would say right. the exagger. There is an over. exaggeration when people are comparing those. Right. You know, it's not. I can't go get a twenty five cent coffee instead of that seven fifty coffee.
1: Right. I think probably it's because the brick and mortar retails that aren't the specialty private equity pet project coffee shops you were speaking of, like a Starbucks, a Phil's, a Pete's, etc. You're still paying 350 or something like that for a coffee. So that if that's the floor realistically, because the you know, and it still tastes good, but it's not disgusting like the coffee at Seven Eleven probably is, you know, then paying five bucks isn't.
2: No. What's the question again? I'm not sure. What are we responding to? I'm trying to. Margins on coffee. Margins. I'm paying.
0: Say I'm paying four, 50 or five bucks for a cup of coffee. Yeah. What do you think it costs to make?
2: Oh, just the beans alone. Yeah. I don't know. Twenty-five cents less. Twenty
1: cents. Well, the the, what's co- the cost coffee's the of of most a... volatile commodity, I believe.
2: But even right. if it say it's twenty cents, even volatility for like double it. 40. Right. The cost of labor has to be factored in, the cost of the espresso maker, the cost of rent, the cost of everything else. So I don't know what the margin is. Not as high as the difference between the coffee bean and what you're actually paying for the coffee. Those are kind of like the gross margins, but.
0: Yeah, you know, and I, so again, we're taking, basically, we can come to the agreement that coffee has good margins. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And now let's couple that with the fact that, Mm -hmm. you know, I've had, I, just was in um, Santa Barbara this last weekend, and a uh, friend of my uh, parent just opened up two more coffee shops. He he, he works as mm-hmm. the CFO for a startup, and this was a side job he took on. And uh, there are probably 30, at least, nice coffee shops in a half a mile to mile radius in Santa Barbara. Right. <laughs> And they're all,
2: they're all in business and doing well and Well, you, you know, I, I guess I can't, don't really know. I, do. I
0: don't know that. I don't know the coffee space well enough to mm-hmm. know. You know who's who's winning and who's losing. The the you know, the question is is how is is that sustainable? You know, past COVID or, you know, what what happens and how, how do we see these you know super concentrated areas with a ton of. Coffee shops, you know, is there a winner loser or is, is there enough demand now where everyone can stay in business?
2: I don't know. There's no, ne- I don't know. If there's more coffee shops now than there used to be. Just maybe instead of a Starbucks, every other block, it's just like there's more coffee a different shops. specialty coffee shop. There's more for sure. I mean, then I mean, what is the time frame we're comparing?
1: <laughs> I mean, there's more coffee shops now than there were even just 10 years ago. Right. I don't know. I'll trust you. I think there are. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's sustainable. The
2: demand's growing. And you have margins
1: that are crazy. Mm -hmm. I think uh, think they can be low, though, for the smaller guys. You know, like 2-5% of gross. I guess I have no idea what the margins are. But I think it can go up to like 80-90%. One of my dad's good buddies ran Better Buzz.
0: Yeah.
1: So a little chain down here, yeah. kind of a good example yeah. of you know, what you were that, talking yeah. about. I think the margins can be very good in good areas, but also can be pretty difficult when you're working with like Bump, for example, has got to be honestly probably losing money. Well, I, don't, I, I think
2: that like just the, the coffee shop in general is here to stay, but I do think there's healthy competition. Like, we, there's a Celsius right there. Yeah. So Monster Energy Drink was the, the best-performing stock from 2000 to like 2020 or something. Yeah. Like are you serious? killed it. The, the best out of all of them. And now you have drinks like Celsius coming along, wow. where the energy drink sector isn't changing, but maybe the companies that make it up are changing. Yeah. So, like, is Better Buzz going to be there, or is Bump going to be there, or Phil's? Who yeah. knows? Like, someone will be there making delicious coffee. Do you guys have a
0: business for model for? that you guys think is the top, is your favorite, whether it's a... Uh You know, subscription model, it's, you know, what sector, what what type of business model do you guys enjoy the most? Say if you guys had, Mm -hmm. you know, $100 million to invest in only one type of business model. You could choose any industry Uh or vertical, but it had to be a certain type of model. Is there one that would Mm -hmm. stick out?
1: You first. I mean, Mm -hmm. I like big transactions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I like people being in the middle of those. Mm. Right. So I think like, I think private equity, for example, like a private equity fund, venture capital fund, or even just RAA, money management, anything where you you're basically not no risk working, (laughs) you're making strategic decisions. You're making decisions and thinking, but mostly it's with other people's money, not your money, and you're getting a percentage of it. That shit's outrageous. in a tech world right now... You have to cut that out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Even in a a tech world right now where people are saying that the blockchain is going to be the new middleman in all spaces, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't need people, human labor has never been more repulsed by, you Mm -hmm. know, entrepreneurs and business owners alike. The labor market's it's poor. It has a, a bad sentiment. It's tough. There's a lot of lawsuits, especially with Uber. Mm-hmm. And if they're dying, they're in need of autonomous fields to come along to take out their drivers that I keep mm-hmm. complaining. John is saying, you know what? No, I still think the human touch.
1: Financial middlemen. That's what I like. He, he likes yeah. financial
0: middlemen. He still thinks humans yeah. need to be need to trust someone when there's yeah. a big amount of money being moved. Yep, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. James, anything that comes to mind on your end, or do you share John's sentiment?
2: Yeah, I I share it. I think the the margins probably decrease, but I think the nice. the, the work that you're manually doing is also decreasing. Exactly. So Scaled. the margins, like, yeah, it's more scalable, and you're mm-hmm. keeping a little less of it. So you can I have a,
0: a hedge fund shop with like two analysts and like three managing partners, mm-hmm. and you can manage, t- you know, yeah. ten billion. Or even
1: you pay. could be Wells Fargo. The,
0: the scale the scale works.
1: Yeah, I'm not worried about <laughs> Bitcoin if I'm Wells Fargo. Just sure. not worried about it. Yeah. You know. People are still going to use my debit cards. They're still going to take loans mm-hmm. from my bank. Them using a cute little their cute little computer money isn't going to help them get a loan for their house. Sean mm-hmm. is very anti Bitcoin, which, is, which is probably a topic for another episode. Well, we we've, we we've kind of covered it actually one, a little yeah. bit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Episode one. I, I'm, I'm, my sentiment right now. And where we we're broke at, into and your that, house on that one. You were yeah, there. Yeah. Where I've invested a lot of my portfolio is it's purely in the most speculative possible coins. The dumber the coin sounds, Shiba Inu you know um the, the uh floki i'm a big floki guy now anything that has no utility has no promise of ever being worth anything mm-hmm. is where i invest the majority of my money hmm. um, when it comes to crypto i like
1: that smart
0: well, are you it's, betting
2: it's, that the that the crowds and the masses are just stupid and haven't recognized it yet or that no it's, it's just the dumber it sounds lower the price what i'm
0: tired of personally mm-hmm. People always, you know, Warren Buffett, a close friend of ours and a future podcast member, once said, no one wants to get rich slow, right? That's his big thing. My whole thing is, I don't care. No one wants to get rich fast either. The way you do that is by investing in things like Floki, Floki and Shiba Inu. Um, Engine is another one, a video gaming thing, this metaverse thing. This, you know, yeah. I'm really doubling down on that. And... You know, because yeah. I want to laugh at everyone, right? That's the only reason. I want it to happen quick, and I want it to. I want to laugh, and that's really that's really what it's coming down to. Um, mm. As we kind of we and we can touch on crypto in a second, but I do just with the time that we have left. We all have very busy schedules, and I know we have some stuff coming up here. Um, I do want to touch base on our, our friend the space cowboy jeff bezos and his mm-hmm. his, his running you know we, we we had very much doubled down And credit to us and i know a lot of you had pushback <laughs> saying no jeff he's a you know he's an icon he's a fashion you know icon he's he's this you know he's got all the pieces mm-hmm. and we we doubled down and said look the techie guys from the northwest charisma no um just a general likability about them no you know and you're like no no they're funny they can crack jokes they have funny memes you know all that kind of stuff it's so ridiculous and so here we have Leonardo DiCaprio and Bezos and Bezos's girlfriend uh, which James was James a big TMZ kind of but hip culture type guy <laughs> he imagined that it's actually Tony Gonzalez's ex-wife who's now Jeff Bezos' girlfriend just Completely fawn over Leo at the gala at the LA gala over the weekend, and it, it created a complete um, just erupting on Twitter about Alpha. Twitter went off saying, "This is why Bezos, the space cowboy, wants to get out of Earth, or you know, Leo. That's why he always he has a magic touch." And I think it's important for us to state that we had called that we had called <laughs> them losers yeah. a week ago, and what what's <laughs> happening three days after we call that they're getting the guy is worth. Eighty billion dollars or whatever, now forty billion or whatever, it got cut in half, and he can't even keep his girlfriend at the local party. The local high school kickback. One of the richest men in the world can't even keep his girl from running off with actor boy. Well, oh, of course, you know? I
1: mean it's Leo. it's Leo. Yeah, he's got he's he's one of the few people on the planet's got mm. more social capital, and is therefore more powerful in mm. in her eyes than
2: Jeff. Do you want to know an insane stat? Yes, and these numbers might be off. I might have told you before. If the day that Jesus Christ was born, mm-hmm. so two thousand twenty-one years ago, yeah. give or take whatever yeah. the you know Couple timing of, of it is, yeah. So zero. So zero. zero. If you made two hundred thousand dollars per day, and that was just credited to your bank account from Jesus being born until today, you would still not have as much money as Jeff Bezos. That's truly is that insane? outrageous. <laughs> Is that insane? Yeah, that's outrageous. It's like three times the median salary of the U.S. every single day. It's insane.
0: How does that compare Rockefeller's wealth back I don't know a hundred years ago or whatever that was in terms of his the amount of rich?
2: I think adjusted for inflation, like Bezos is has more. But if you look at Rockefeller's wealth as a percentage of like money supply at yeah. the time, he controlled it. He was mm-hmm. the bank, or J.P. Morgan, but like yeah, they were just. Unbelievably wealthy. Now, but couldn't get Tony Gonzalez's ex-girlfriend with it all. Right. Mm-hmm. Ex-wife. Ex-wife. Yes. Which is yeah, got right, to be a
1: tough, tough downgrade mm-hmm. in, uh, in the sense you guys, I think, Any know other? what we're talking about. <laughs> what, what, on the topic, though, yeah. of that, does Jeff Bezos really actually have that much money? Like, if he wanted to get it all in a stack of cash and put it in his house. Mm-hmm. No he could not. Right. Well, how over quickly time. Could that happen? Let's talk about Cuz it would it would cripple him.
0: How quickly he sell all of his assets, liquidate all of his assets, mainly his stock. How quickly could that happen and what would he have to sell it for in actually to get it? Let's say he he had 2 weeks.
1: I guess my point's like it's not really actually possible for him. He's not actually liquid that amount. So he's You well, know what I mean? Yeah, well like Tesla who, who Elon Musk just that? said he's gonna sell 10% of his Tesla stock.
2: Just twenty five billion dollars. Well, he could probably leverage it for loans. He could, but he's going to straight up sell it, right? Because a Twitter poll said he should. Yeah. So I don't know. Like it, <laughs> it's, it's obviously there's some huge funds out there. Amazon as a company isn't mm-hmm. going to do worse because Jeff Bezos is selling his shares, but that's a ton of
1: selling happening. I don't know what he would sell for. He'd, he'd probably lose his voting rights. Obviously, so maybe it would do worse.
0: You know what? Well, maybe. You know yeah. What, so, a couple of things. You know, we, we talked that we we're big on the metaverse as a, as a long-term sp- yep. cash, cash position. I do want to talk about Elon's vote, vote to sell $25 billion worth of his uh, Tesla stock. Because mm. any guy that's, that thinks of – any guy that was willing to do that and actually carry through it, which he is and will most likely. Let's see if he does. If he does, that's a very dangerous person that you really don't want to bet against yeah. in the next 20 years. <laughs> Because he'll burn everything down to the ground in order to do whatever he wants, whether it's win or, you know, let's just assume that he wants to build, you know, a very powerful company.
2: Did you see his response to that guy that criticized him last night? (laughs) Maybe not appropriate for the podcast, but... Yeah. John will
0: probably (laughs) slip up and... Drop some F-bombs about it. And, and, yeah, say something about it, but it's...
2: Yeah, we'll we'll show John then after because I don't know if he's got the... uh, Self-control. The, the self-control to um, not reply. He demolished
1: somebody? Is that he well,
2: is? He, he is a dangerous man. He, yeah. he is living life like he's in a video game. And he is. He is in a video game. And it's it's I love it. He is pushing the boundaries of what's acceptable and what's mm-hmm. expected. And, he's and I
1: appreciate absolutely that Absolutely crazy. Got to have but someone.
0: In closing, we want to say have a special thanks to our partners again. Root Financials come on board. We're happy to disclose now. It's been a long time coming. <clears throat> We've been back and forth with James and his team mm-hmm. over the past few months. Finally, we're able to close the deal. Um, again, a special thanks to Southwest. Please use the code, um, Fly Freedom for the next six months to get 25% off on any domestic flights. And then Viva, uh, Viva Southwest for any international flights as well. Um, El Pollo Loco, again, the code is BillTong, hashtag BillTong, again, um, for 25% off any fajitable. Uh, so Root yep. Financial Southwest and El Pollo Loco, thank you again. This has been episode three. Guys, any last... Last uh, words here. I, we
1: always do like getting a, a closing thought of the day from Jim. A uh, Closing thought from Jim. I'm sorry, I was looking at Elon's yeah I don't Twitter care. account. H- hit us. You've got um, him. you got him locked and loaded. Yeah, let got me 10 see. Ten seconds. Here. Ten. No. Five.
2: No, I have none. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. I, I I like. Well, we don't have time to talk about it. All right. So. That thought will be on yeah. next episode. Right. In we'll next. see you guys that
0: next thought. week, and um, most likely going to start our both our YouTube and our TikTok um, uh, platforms next week. I know that's been high demand. I know you guys have been uh, throwing sending us a lot of emails and uh, DMs on Twitter about it. But again, that'll be next week. We will have um, both our YouTube channel up, so make sure to subscribe at Built On Chronicles and uh, follow us on TikTok at Built On Chronicles as well. Thanks, guys. Thanks everyone. <laughs>